0: Blob Talk Radio Look in my eyes, what do you see?
1: We're gonna do this fucker, right? Because I've got a lot to discuss And I just got off the plane And, you know, I don't think of it. It's 1.14 in the morning where I'm from it's about to be New Year's, everybody. Anyways, let's start this show off with a little different, you know, feel to it. Just a little off the rails, if you will, please. A little touch of that crescendo, shall we, maestro? Let's get this
2: show done properly, all right? Let's do this, man. And during the few moments that we have left,
0: we want to talk. Right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
2: Alright, ladies and germs. It's the one, the only
1: Brian Rails. Who the fuck else? I figured, you know, I'd give a long dramatic pause because a lot of people have been talking about the latest with Lars Sullivan and his gay porn past. And I am going to grab Lady Lynn because this is the last show before she will, you know, be calling in in a minute, folks. But anyways, so tonight's WWE Raw. Also very important because it's the last Raw before weeks ensuing before Houston. And so we have to build some kind of story between Seth Rollins and practically Big Three, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and Rey Mysterio. So we <laughs> did, you know, some big I didn't have the opportunity of watching WWE Raw tonight, but my co-host did, and uh, I'm glad she got through it, and I'm glad that she was a trooper, because tonight was the wedding Says so Raw Results News, was, after Lana and Lashley's wedding, re-ruined by lesbian Liv Morgan, Um. wow, okay, so Liv Morgan, Alright then. The I mean, belly of the nuptials were interrupted by several individuals, including Lana's first husband, Ashley's first wife. Liv Morgan revealing her, her romantic relationship with Lana and Russo, who exploded out of a Okay then! That just made things a little bit more interesting than expected. It just, eh. Randy Orton addressed what many felt would be a real mini injury during her. Okay, so last week's Raw only, that's not surprising, 1.835 million. That's barely fucking swimming above water, but that's, you know, a different story, so let's move on. Oh, good. Okay, I'm getting a lot of Instagram messages asking where I was, where Lady Lin's been. It's been a wild week, folks. We've got a lot to report before the new year begins. We'd all like to say Happy New Year to everyone. In the UK, India, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, US of A, Canada. What's up? So wow. December twenty third, one point your Lord in heaven. Um That they just reported that? Who the Wow, Forbes only did like half a report of what happened on Monday Night Raw. But I gotta get back to the control room, folks. My co host is Anxiously awaiting while I blather on. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the co host that's been the hostess with the most, aside from Granny Holkser, who did an amazing job as well. But uh, from Southgate, Michigan, folks, ladies and gents, please welcome my partner in crime, my classmate, you know, to make me concentrate. Yes, I'm rhyming shitty ass rhymes. But that's because I got off the plane, so I have an excuse. Mm. If you saw my tongue, it was sticking out at you all. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show Lady Lynn, who suffered through Monday Night Raw.
2: Hey, B-Train, what's happening?
1: I must say, I'm surprised you survived the onslaught that only drew 1.835 million viewers. That is really, really bad, considering the fact that this is the, these are the things that can make a, a wrestling fan cringe at what I just read, and that is because i said it for weeks. If you guys don't get your shit together, I will not care, not hesitate, not to watch it. I don't have, I have that choice. I don't have to tune in, but my co-host, God bless your soul, man, needs a medal of honor. Trying to get through watching WWE Raw.
2: Trying to get through
1: that. From what she texted me, folks, I gotta say, if uh, there's so many, okay, you you added that Liv Morgan was a lesbian now, okay, so that's her character change. Wow. Um, Unless I just point this out here, folks. What is this, you know, national, hey, I'm gay day, and I'll get to that later on, because I have a lot, you know, folks, as an openly, I'm pretty sure, I'm not the only one that is an openly gay co-host, you know, or host of a podcast, but from the LGBTQ community to Lars Sullivan, go fuck yourself. Just throwing that out there, you piece of shit. You shut down your Twitter because either you're gay and now you want to come out because you got found out for, you know, doing a porn. And, yeah, I'm throwing this out there right throughout the get-go. I'm not waiting to off the rails and censor. I'm just sprinkling it in here and there because Raw was not that entertaining. I I didn't even fucking watch it. And I can (laughs) already point out the bad shit that I can – folks, if I can go to a bar – in New York in Brooklyn, and they have Monday Night Raw running sometimes at the diner that I work at because we 're all wrestling fans, surprisingly, right If we turn the channel to Monday Night Football or whatever this at one point, my roommate and I were watching at the diner that I work at, folks, I work two jobs, yes. <sighs> If we were watching fucking Dancing with the Stars for – I don't even think it comes on on a Monday slot, but for fuck's sakes, we were watching replays of Dancing with the Stars during Monday Night Raw. Good God. (laughs) It's that bad. Liv Morgan is a lesbian. Who knew? Sonia Deville didn't get enough attention with the rainbow flag pointing out of her ass. So let's make Liv Morgan a lesbian because you guys are fucking running out of shit.
2: We <laughs> must really be running out of shit, V-Train. That was, oof, that was a train wreck and all, train out. I, I stand corrected. That wasn't a train wreck. That was a freaking catastrophe. It's, it's a wonder. I managed to survive watching it, but you know what? I had a little help from a good friend called Marinoff.
0: Well,
1: I must say, it it just I don't need a live result and blog, my friend. Oh my God, you guys on Instagram, I love you to death, but you know, this is why journalism is left for not so feeble minded. But, and I say that nicely because I. I I'm not bragging here, but I used to work on the other end of the fucking spectrum, dude. And I can tell you, WWE Raw is plummeting. If the rain, because they don't do ratings for this week, man, it hit at below 2 million. You need at least 2 million viewers to keep your head above fucking water and ratings. That's like not being able to pay certain bills that you keep your lights on. What the fuck is the point of keeping the lights on if you can't pay your water bill, your electric bill, your gas bill, whatever fucking bill you have left? And guess the fuck what? It's the same thing with Monday Night Raw. The elements that they have are great in place with Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens and Rey Mysterio. But where the fuck is the rest of your roster? Because you took a chunk of it. And transferred it to SmackDown Live. Thanks. I'll watch Fridays now. Boy, you just made... I'm sorry. You know, I like Vince's repertoire of being a family guy and, you know, and making the show for kids. And he's making it more edgier because the content, you know, of Lana and Rusa. Been there, done that. It was a failed attempt of a story, and it sucked. I'm sorry, my friend. But you really... I'm not telling you how to run your business, but it may be a suggestion. You might, before the end of the new year, want to do what the Dallas Cowboys did to Jerry, uh, well, what Jerry Jones did to Jason Garrett and the entire Cowboys coaching staff. You might want to clean house and hire someone that actually watches your show or watched your show and see what they can do. Because having interviews backstage, again, and... Stories that are outlandish that don't even catch anybody's fucking attention. Come the fuck on, man. Kevin Owens makes his entrance. Oh, my Lord, this is bad. He's going to kick off the New Year's with fireworks. And then he talks about Seth and AOP. Do you guys have fucking amnesia of what you wrote the previous prior weeks? Flying fuck's sakes, man. I didn't even watch this show. I didn't assign my co-host Lady Lynn, to watch this bullshit, but dear God, after just reading a few of these sentences in a report from CBS Sports, I'm wanting to put my head in the toilet and flush it over and over again. The suction is such that it would rip my head right off.
2: More loose black clothes, baby train. Uh. I don't even know why I subjected myself to that. But alongside having Smirnoff to help me survive, I also had my good friend the Nintendo Switch. No, I'm not doing a video game club, folks. <laughs> well, can you
1: blame her? I mean, honestly, leacher report those these idiots' winners' grades and reactions and high. Oh wait, no, that's the wrong goddamn thing. But. <laughs> Well, at least that Raw before Mania 35 was decent. But it's like, come on. Dear Lord, it's it's before the fucking New Year. Can you guys not try and attempt a good story? You know, at least one angle aside from Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens. I mean, Jesus Christ. So you see Randy Orton's in crutches. And then, okay, so... Kevin Owens comes out and saves whoever, you know, Samoa Joe. And this is going to be good because I'm going to tell you right now, that's the only fucking saving grace on that show. And I'm pretty sure the workers are like, well, I'm getting paid. Oh, yeah, you're getting paid. All right. Thank you. I I know how this business fucking works. Some of you just in it for the money and some of you just do it for entertainment value. You know, you want to please the fans, but and your boss points you in a different direction, and you got to go whatever direction the boss tells you. I'm sorry, folks, if I sound a bit peeved, but I just spent two and a half hours on a fucking plane back to fucking LaGuardia and had to hop on a train, you know, I was texting Lady Land about how the show was. So, said then AOP, then Owens into the corner, says Samoa Joe came out and took AOP down, The barricade and attacked Rollins in the ring. So this is so fucking stupid. Why does security need to protect Seth Rollins? For flying fuck's sake. Oh, for build purposes? You guys don't think some people worked on the other end of the spectrum. I have. And I'm not saying I'm the expert in shit. But are you fucking kidding me? Why does everything need to be security to protect your moneymaker? Is that it? The dude who showed dick pics how many years ago and got someone fired. Well, she got herself fired because she's stupid. But you know, if it weren't for the fact that he was the NXT champion years ago, I'm gonna point this out. He would not be in the fucking position he's in today. He you know, it's something fresh. Oh, it's something great. You guys saw the like tidbit of NXT. After living out of my car and then going there and seeing him in FCW and seeing him through the process, let me tell you something. This guy is very fortunate to be in the position he's in. No, he works hard. I'm not saying that Colby didn't work fucking hard. And, yeah, I'm breaking kayfabe because it doesn't fucking exist anymore because you have smarts that go online and look up names. Sorry, folks, for being so negative, but Jesus Christ, man. Fucking security, really? To break up a fight. What happened to the good old days of getting into a brawl because you don't want the situation to go volatile, yet you'll let him and his group, you know, as a group, as a collective unit on the side of the story, you'll let them beat each other up? That's fucking ludicrous, and it's bullshit. Now I see why certain people left the fucking company. I can see it. You guys, I understand because WWE is going to be around for a while, folks, and they'll stick around. And it is – everything is going to be attributed to being, like we like to call, one giant work. A bunch of security guys flocked the ring and tried to break them apart while we headed for commercials. What in the – act? can I ask the question – Why do you guys go to fucking commercials and drone us with promos? Yep. (laughs) I didn't have to fucking read. Backstage, Joe cut a promo with Owens when we returned, and they decided to learn to beat up AOP before they were asked to leave the building. Give me a fucking break. A promo, and then they were told to leave. Why? Why?
2: You train, I couldn't give you an explanation on that one. I honestly wasn't paying that much attention. I was a little too wrapped up in my game and my drink. Sorry.
1: No, I mean, it's okay. You have every reason to be not paying attention to a product that is consistently putting out bullshit story angles and stories. I wouldn't, you know, what kind of, Oh, I'm just not going to hold back now because it's before the New Year's. What kind of narcissistic bullshit are you writing? And it has to be a four-way tie between – now, I won't blame Brian. I will not blame him. I will certainly put the blame on senior producer Michael Hayes. I will certainly put the fucking blame – not on Jamie Noble, because Jamie's awesome. But, dude, you have got to be kidding me. So, they cut a promo and then they're asked to leave? What the fuck ever, dude. If you're trying to build it as to build, 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 and you want to give spin you don't want to put all your pieces in one spot, you don't want to blow your load, blah, blah, blah. This is what draws people away from you guys. This is what makes people leave and watch Fridays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Okay, folks, according to Forbes, and Forbes is a company that helps Fortune 500 companies, so whatever they say is words compared to what that crackpot melter says. Sorry, what culture? Sorry, heel marks. Sorry, but not sorry. When Forbes said that AEW had lost in ratings for six weeks in a row, does that not tell you that Hunter knows what he is doing with NXT, the black and gold brand? That is the one saving grace that keeps people, some people, watching the product. Okay? Raw is on this Bullshit kick of we can fool them, we can pull their strings. This is not 1995, 96, or 97, or 98, or 99, when the product was so good it kept you guessing. Okay, what's going to happen with Yokozuna and Diesel? What's going to happen with Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels? I can go even further back than that. What's going to happen with Undertaker and Hogan? What's going to happen with Ric Flair? And Hogan, I kid. What's going to happen with Ricky the Dragon and uh, Macho Man Randy Savage? It's sad, folks, when I have to pull names out of the past hat and use them as examples of what made compelling TV. He has pieces. He just needs to put the fucking right fits together. Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. No offense. I love them both. But can someone please explain why Andrade Cien is not a feud possibility for him or Cesaro would be a good one. Um, There's plenty of names on that fucking list. Rusev would be another damn good one. But he... I don't I'm not understanding. You're putting the top tier guys from NXT and then, well we have to adjust them to Maine. Okay, fine. Adjust their asses to Maine. But watching reading this, I didn't have to watch it. I'm getting pissed off. More so than what I did two years ago and that was really rip you guys a new one. And then you said we're gonna give the fans what we want. That's just a ploy, you know. It's one big work, right? We're stupid. They they gave it. So security is obviously extras. From looking at this picture, they were told to leave the the building. What the fuck ever. Alistair Black beats Buddy Murphy. I'm pretty sure it was a back and forth match. They gave everything and a mm, Rollins was told to leave the arena. Oh, it'd be canceled without him. Okay, whatever. Um, um <laughs> Eric Rowan and Lana. Wow. Um oh God. Okay. Rand Orton was injured. Eric Rowan versus uh, Kip Stevens. So a local. It says defeated enhancement talent. What great it uh, see? I give that a fucking F. Bleacher Report Must Be Spoken, Some Kind of Special Cocaine. Um, I don't even
2: sure like to know where they got it. I want some. Maybe it'll help me understand what the hell they're doing with the writing here.
1: Me and Lady Lynn could for sure, if we had practice at it, to go through the format of WWE Raw. And if I was on the committee to go with USA Network, let me tell you what I would ask. The questions I would ask the network is, okay, so you're paying for TV time for every second that you waste on a promo because I, you know, was in Monster Factory camp and I pretty sure I'm not going to base it off of, you know, one or two times but what Danny Cage had said was, this is, you're just wasting precious time man, that's millions of dollars that you're paying USA Network to stand up there and speak so I mean, it's like this. So you, you telling me that all this was was another interview section, and it says Becky Lynch was a bit pissed off about her career, and she's trying her damnedest not to leave. And it's like, again, you know, you open it up in the Excel Center in Hartford, Connecticut. So is the first Raw, final Raw of the decade, which is a huge deal you think that they would go out with a bang, you know, and add some flavor to it, like add SmackDown Live superstars to this, you know, an invasion type thing. Because Rumble is coming up, folks. It's in a month, and Lady Lynn and I will be there in Houston. We'll be posting pictures on Instagram, posting pictures of our tourism things that we're doing on our Instagram. That's Wrestle underscore radio for those of you who want to follow us. Our episodes are free on iTunes. You can download you know, Hugger Section 101, you know, past episodes, episodes with Danny Cage, the world famous Monster Factory. He's on there. I'm just giving cheap plugs because before the new year, you know, we're going to start revamping a lot and we're going to actually hit the gas and never, we're not going to look back. That's, that's one of our new models here at Wrestle Radio Network. We're not going to look back, but we are going to suggest a few things that might help a little bit. So, yeah, there's just Owens promos. Okay, all right. Owens had enough. Blah, blah blah. It can raise R. takes the mic own so own sofa and see the big picture. Whatever. I don't care. Um. I'm just reading different reviews to see what the fuck the results were because I want to know exactly what Alistair Black. So, the main event, Eric Rowan versus Kid Stevens. No, Eric Rowan, Charlotte Flair versus Natalia. Okay. Okay. Another promo. What the fuck, man? Natty and Charlotte don't need that. Okay, that's all I need Wow, dude I like Sports Kitty, but damn It goes into a deep description with Charlotte Flair winning uh, But i uh, made had to tap out from figure eight Again, all these interviews, man What the hell So, how Asuka agreed challenge Blah, blah, blah 2020 World Rumble Blah, 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 blah. Getting ready for Wedding Lawler says he looks like nervous. Who cares? Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus the Street (laughs) Profits. Finally, a different match in the tag team division. Thank you, Lord. Let me guess, the Street Profits win or they did. Son of a bitch, they're burying them again. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. Two on one handicap match: Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus McIntyre. Let me guess, McIntyre won. Oh fucking figure! What a squash match again. Um, AJ beats up Randy Orton. What to do? Andrade versus a scrub. Andrade wins. Ricochet versus Andrade. Dear Lord, this is all over the place. Andrade won that match. Not surprised. Selena probably interfered. Okay, then. So, Liv Morgan is a lesbian now. That's fairly fucking interesting. All right. Rusev and Liv stand tall. So, they turned her baby face. I think... My head hurt so bad from just reading that. It's not from the jet lag. I've been so used to flying nowadays, folks. But after reading that entire section about Monday Night Raw, I think it's safe to say it's a shit show and a half again.
2: Well, it's pretty safe to say that, B-Train. I mean, once again, I find more entertainment in playing with my... Video games than actually paying attention to Monday Night Raw because it was literally boring me to tears. that could have can abide by the fact you, blame their, her? Can you blame her? Thing of the alcohol.
1: No, thank God there wasn't alcohol near I me. Mean, if I had to watch that on the plane, folks, on Hulu TV, I, I would just tell you right now. My roommate and I would be throwing beer bottles at an empty lot and an abandoned soup, just so we could have some therapy. Um, you know, we're very passionate wrestling fans here. And what if we weren't passionate, folks? We wouldn't want. To, you know, I want Raw to get back to the point where it had Jr. and King, which I hope Jr. sees the light. And doesn't insist upon AEW. I think it's the most elite brand. I'm going to talk about that later as well. That's one of the hot trending issues in professional wrestling right now. Before we do, folks, before you start your new year, invest in yourself. Become a professional wrestler, commentator, ring announcer, whatever you want to be. Sound guy. Danny Cage in the world-famous Monster Factory in Paulsboro, New Jersey. Go to www.monsterfactory.org. Invest in yourself. Make your dreams come you? true. I think he have got some deals on tuition. You can check out the website and check out the deal. You can even do virtual tours on the website. You can actually go and tour the school. It is an amazing place. It is sacred halls. There's hows the likes so of Matt Riddle. It's the Headbangers, the Body Donnas, Chris Candido, Sonny, Bam Bam Bigelow, Balls Mahoney, the list goes on. Sheamus, um, Damian Priest, Steve Cutler, Gabby Ortiz. I mean, if you guys have not been yet to the World Famous Monster Factory, you need to. I mean, this place is amazing. I've been there twice, and i got to say. Danny knows what he's talking about Obviously he does Because this dude This awesome dude Has been to He's been a guest coach At the Performance Center In Orlando He's done several seminars He says I will teach you You know they don't Look down on people Just suggest things That might help improve Kind of like Gordon Ramsay But for wrestling You know And yes Danny does yell And he's very intimidating for some people, I, I'm short, my friend. I know you go to Monster Factory, but I am short, and Danny just has, gives you that look and tells you, you know, he's like, you are either on board or you're not. That's that's plain and simple. Anyways, so go ahead and check out the world famous Monster Factory on MonsterFactory.org. Do not email. The phone number listed for information is listed on the website itself on MonsterFactory.org. So that's the one small, slim advertisement I'm going to use. But I can't – wow, only one women's match. And Becky Lynch's contract is up next year, by the way. She tweeted that on Twitter. Yes, I read she's, like, trying to play, you know, the whole CM Punk angle. I don't think so, man. I think her contract might possibly be up, but that'd be dumb as fuck. After all the money, she just literally made you. But that's, you know, like a different story for different day folks. I've got a lot to cover on Off the Rails Uncensored. But uh, to the bulk of um, tonight's discussion is coming to terms with sexuality and pro wrestling. I am an openly gay person, uh, retired in professional wrestling, um, I can tell you the ins and outs of being who we are as as a group, as a community. In pro wrestling, it doesn't matter who or what you are, but it's important to be comfortable in your own skin. And uh, obviously, someone was not comfortable in his own skin. Uh, yet he did two videos, so it's not you know an extravagant resume of gay porn. But Dylan Miley, a.k.a. Lars Sullivan, formerly of NXT, has had to... Well, you know what, folks? Why am I reading this fucking report? Before I do, Lady Lynn, the thoughts that I have on people who are in the closet, if that's what they're comfortable with, fine. But if you're not yourself, then my take on it is and I'm not trying to be sound judgmental here but it pisses people like Lady Lynn and I off
2: exactly it really does It like you get you're lying to yourself about what you really are because Either you're ashamed of it or you're afraid of rejection. You need to be comfortable in your own skin. Plain and simple.
1: Dude, let me me just point this out. Like, you can't... Great. You know what? I'm glad I have to be drama-free in 2020. It's not going to happen. But for the douchebag that just sent the message... uh, so you know, it's people like you that keep the business back. Okay, let me just dial back here before I hit off the rails and censored. I set the business back, so then you might as well tell Nyla Rose, the first transgender person to participate in professional wrestling history. You might as well tell her that she cannot participate because she used to be a man. You might as well tell Darren Young, who unfortunately came out at the wrong time at LAX airport that he's not accepted because of his lifestyle choice. It's more than just, okay, dude, look, we're, it's not just about Lady Gaga songs and rainbows and sassy, fast, sassy, frass. I'm the epitome of masculine gay, my friend. Okay. Sexuality is something you don't bring up in a conversation. However, I discussed with Lady Wynn over the phone several times. This douchebag had made homophobic slurs and homophobic comments on a bodybuilder's page before WWE. So to me, my friend, you want to say that it's bigoted that we're talking about, you know, one person's, you know, viewpoints on sexuality. He ain't straight if he was fucking enjoying it on the video. So I watched the video. I will say, I am not going to come out and say, well, you watch porn." Nah, well, you know, I, as a journalist, do my research. And let me tell you, he is one bad actor, man. Not just in that, but in professional wrestling. And Lady Lynn and I were there when he missed the fucking cue to take the kick from Aleister Black.
2: People call him a dominant force and say he's one of the best wrestlers that the company lost or whatever they're saying. I don't know. I don't really pay that much attention to the social media or the uh, internet wrestling community that, well, I probably should, but I don't really care. But here's to the thing. Dive into that success of hate.
1: Oh, you reading a book, dude? Like, if you're... <laughs> This is entertaining. That's why I haven't blocked your ass yet. So you're saying that we should give someone who is basically hypocritically saying, you know, shit about gays, I hate fags. Well, then you obviously sucked them you know, you kissed a dude and you put the dude's hands behind your fucking head and had him caress your then full head of air, dude. There's a difference between being gay for pay and enjoying the shit. You looked like you enjoyed this shit, my friend, and you had to shut down your Twitter because you knew what was coming because you knew the gay community would be after your ass. And with that note, folks, I reserve the right to say this before 2020. If any of you decide to send us homophobic slurs, I'm just going to block you. I'm not even going to read it You know, all the way through. And if it sounds funny, I'll just laugh at you and block you in the process too. And that goes for any social media outlet of Russell Radio Network. If you want to unfollow us, unfriend us, goddamn, it's funny because I'm getting a lot of compliments now on Russell underscore Radio on Instagram. It's because I'm comfortable, you know, coming out of the closet. I did so in eighth grade, folks. But that's aside from the point. I'm not going to get off the beaten path here. This is the last off the rails uncensored before the new year. I'm not doing a show for New Year. It's about to be 2020. Believe it or not. This is this is absolutely fucking batshit insane, my friends. So, without further ado, if you have the following show, the following podcast is not suitable for minors. Suitable for listeners 14 plus. Okay. If you have small children, and you let them listen to my filth, boy, you guys are fucking dumbasses. That's all I'm going to tell you. If you like hearing my words, I said, put headphones on. Off the Rails Uncensored is a copyrighted podcast. March, as of March 7, 2016, it was coined, Off the Rails Uncensored. Any duplication or recreation redistribution of the title Off the Rails Uncensored will be fully prosecuted in the court of law and fined $45 per use. So, so far, folks, I've gotten $345 from the dumbasses that tried to replicate my show. Anyways, folks, we're just going to chat a little bit about sexuality in the business, you know, as far as coming out of the cause, as far as being true to yourself, as far as, you know... Just, I have a lot on the plate to discuss, but I'm going to take it accordingly. And I pretty much discussed some of it, but in 2020, we got a lot to cover, folks. Oh, yeah. Get ready. Buckle up, fuckers. This is the last ride of 2019. of off the rails and censored. It's a little
0: <clears throat>
1: into the trendy side of things, which I don't – well, sometimes I do, but don't normally – you these fuckers Hit my music Dig it Folks, you know I'm gonna sift through my research because I like having exactly what this fucker said. As far as statement says, he was big, and his Twitter account got shut down. I wonder why. Because it 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 was wise on your end to do that, Dylan. I've met you, and I've you know I just want to say I shook your hand. I got an autograph from you and didn't, you know, really think anything, and jokingly said to Lady Lynn, maybe he made those comments because he himself did gay porn, maybe, and we jo- we laughed about it, but um, well. it's sad that my laughter and statements are right about, you know, jokingly stuff about Johnny Gargano and storyline angles, but story angles are different than comments about, you know, gays and you know, and blacks and Asians, it's ridiculous.
2: It was funny at the time. I mean, that's probably why we laughed about it being you trained, but to come to find out that it's actually all true, it's like, what?
1: Well, it's kind of funny because it says, Lars Sullivan has apologized for a slew of offensive message board posts made over the course of six years. Posts from two bodybuilding.com accounts apparently belonging to Sullivan was first discovered in November, shortly after WWE began teasing his main roster debut. And additional posts were unearthed this week by a Reddit user. The messages were posted between 2007 and 2013 under the usernames disenfranchised and el perfecto. Okay. Goddamn, man. First off, El perfecto, no one's perfect. And um, two, disenfranchised, how about disillusioned? Because honestly, it says the first comments to be resurfaced include a crass sexual remark about WWE executive Stephanie McMahon, strike one, Um. A crack about another user's race and a homophobic insult about a Chargers quarterback, Philip Rivers. In another post, Miley says, there's a gray area when it becomes the definition of rape. Miley's comments were received. Additional scrutiny this week, the red user, Farce rounded up several more message board posts in which Miley disparages Muslims, Hispanics, and various WWE wrestlers. They should be demonized for their religion, Miley wrote in a thread about Muslims. They are violent and have a violent agenda against America. Okay, and it says not to be racist, although that statement very much so was generalizing and racist. It says not to be racist, but it seems like white people are more willing to take responsibility of their own lives than blacks and Hispanics who are all for government handouts. Another comment read or reads. George. um, I forgot, I must have read this earlier in the year, but I'm going to read it again. Miley also said that WWE colleague Kelsey Kingston and our truth look like they could be in prison, in a prison black gang. Boy, well, am I glad you didn't make the main roster, my friend, because those two worked their asses off in this business, and unlike you, who is a delusional, bigoted piece of shit, And I don't care if you can come back and whip my ass, Dylan. I would kick your teeth so far down your fucking throat that you would be brushing your teeth. Actually, you wouldn't be brushing, dude. You would be gargling. Because not only one fucking person would come after your ass. There would be one, two, three, four. There would be multiples, multitudes of people that would come to the locker room and look you in the eye. Not even touch you because they value their job, but in their heads, they're thinking, I want to drag this motherfucker through catering and beat him so bad that when the EMTs get to the fucking venue, they'll look, take one look at your ugly ass Shrek looking face and tell you, Damn, your face looks rearranged. Who the fuck rearranged this motherfucker ugly face? It actually looks normal. I mean. Big E, who teams with Kofi as part of the New Day, said on Twitter that many people in the WWE locker room are aware of Miley's comments. They don't really want to say what I'm saying, but they're like, man, this fucker didn't even play. Let me tell you, because I have met the dude. Does it mean that I know him personally? No, but I got the vibe off of shaking his hand. This motherfucker's hiding something. And this was, folks, this was at WrestleMania access, at WrestleMania, you know, 34, because Lars was around there, he was shaking hands, dressed all nice. And come to think of it, is there a look that gays are supposed to have? Is there a look that um, the WWE released a following statement on behalf of Miley? So this fucker didn't even have the nerve to apologize for what was said. He said, there's no excuse for the inappropriate remarks that I made years ago. They do not reflect my personal beliefs, nor who I am today, and I apologize. You want to get on your hands and knees? My friend, I watched the video. You liked the attention. You liked the attention on randyblue.com. You liked the attention that you were getting in that video, you know, as Mitch Bennett. Oh, yeah, I'm going to throw your ass under the bus. You make comments about gays and blacks and Kofi Kingston and R-True, two guys who cut their teeth in the fucking business. You're a royal sack of shit, dude. they like, oh, that video must have turned you on. No, dude, it didn't. It made me laugh my ass off just by looking at some of the mannerisms between... Holding hands and just letting loose. I mean, it looks like in the video that I saw, that I saw Dylan in, it made him look like he was enjoying it. Now, if you're straight, some say, well, a mouth is a mouth. And yeah, I'm getting pretty vulgar on this fucking show because here's the thing, folks my show has no filters, it really doesn't. And if you get offended by my show, you can shove it up your ass and blow it out your asshole. As a gay 32 year old who was in the business of professional wrestling, is it different than normal wrestlers? No. We are people that bleed and we cry and we laugh and we share emotions. We just happen to like the same sex. Okay? If you're bisexual, same thing. They just happen to like both. If you're transgender, whatever turns you on, man. I don't care. This is a business where it's anyone and everyone can join. It doesn't matter if you're lesbian. It does not matter if you are, you know, cutting your teeth in the business by doing whatever you had to do to get in it. But for him to sit there and make comments like they could be in a black prison gang, you're a fucking dumbass, man. They're well aware of the comments that were made, and they probably will tell you know. Be they don't even have to be told, because I know that in the locker room there's a certain kind of etiquette that professionals in the wrestling business have to abide by, and that is, for well, anything, you do not jump the gun and say things like, "Well, I bet you in the black prison game." Those words, man. Not just that But it's just Disparatist Muslims, Hispanics And various other WWE wrestlers Well I'm pretty sure he made a comment Into ourselves and was fine by WWE racist comments This was even He was fined $100,000 This dude bulked up even I mean he looks the same As he did in the porn But he said you know Targeting African Americans, Hispanics, Muslims, homosexuals And women Post for first resurface, blah, blah, blah. Okay. WWE supports a culture of inclusion regardless of gender, race, religion, or sexual orientation. And we are committed to embracing all individuals as demonstrated by the diversity of our employees, performers, and fans worldwide. WWE said in a statement to sportsillustrated.com. So they're putting out fires for this guy. At the time that he was still there. Um, but, you know, he didn't show up to two house shows. That's not what I'm getting at, folks. So if you're struggling with your sexuality, do not lose hope. I mean, I am a huge proponent of you can still make it in this world. Despite what people may think, it doesn't really fucking matter. If you're in it, if you're in this business, attention instead of you know go, you know, making sure your message gets out to the kids which is the bulk and bread and butter of what we do you're missing the fucking point coming to terms with it I mean like Chris Canyon um, wow. there are lots of probably closet case wrestlers But the sad part is folks What I'm getting at, why I'm upset, is because some of the community is trying to pass. Oh, he, he probably didn't mean it. Oh, you know, I call bullshit. He meant every word that was said at the fucking forum that he put in that ball bo- in that bodybuilding post. And now that someone got mad at him, there's a gay porn. Nice work, man. You gave us a lot of material to hate you even more. So, I'm going to tell you right now, I think that it'd be wise if you didn't come back to professional wrestling for the time being. Because if you do, there's a lot of people in this community that support us now. It used to be, if you did that in the 90s, you were never heard from again. Okay, Speaking from experience of working in the professional wrestling business for less than 20 years, I've been around it for 11. I can tell you right now, I don't mind certain people. Even Jim Cornette makes one comment, and people get offended. But did Jim? He's actually, you know, he's got a lot of friends in this world. And, yes, some things are put out of context, but Jim manned up to it. And he said, you know, I stand by what I say. But when you have a guy like Dylan Miley who goes around saying horrible shit about the gay community, not just one community, that was affected by his statements, And words, they do carry a lot of weight to what. Can you know what is said? What is released to the press? And WWE put out fires not only one side of the fucking spectrum, man. Sports Illustrated is a pretty big deal. They apologized on his behalf. That means they didn't want him to be on the mic. And what's worse is you make a comment about the boss's wife. How rape is just you know one more excuse for them. I believe is what he said. Some people will pay money to remove their shit because they don't want them to be found out. You should remove that porn, my friend. Same fucking token. I don't know how to express how irritated I am, you know, because if you're coming to terms with sexuality and pro wrestling, that's something personal and private. If you say... That guy's cute. You always say it behind closed doors, trust me. Um, You never, ever say during a match, by the way, nice ass, dude. Oh, yeah. You have nice features, man. You got a nice chiseled jaw, good physique. By the way, I'm catching a stiffy, blah, 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 so when we go to the ropes, I'm going to need to get out of the ring just to relieve my – see – They don't fucking do that shit. We do not. That is the misconception about gay professional wrestlers To some people is that some of the perception is they can't fucking work. They'll just be attracted to us. Look, man, it would have been great if you would have just come out of the closet and said, I like guys. I mean, I did so in eighth grade, my friend. It wasn't easy. It was definitely not fucking easy. It took someone's funeral to clear the air, you know, and let me be at peace with myself. It's never going to be easy, man. And I would implore you to at least seek some kind of therapy because Or whatever form of help that you find positive. But to not... To be in denial about it's one thing. To be delusional about it's another. And to make... Homophobic slurs. And rape comments. I don't know if you're the sharpest tool in the fucking shed. But dear lord man. Someone needs to tell you, yeah. this is not and will not ever be professional wrestling. I am not professional. When you come to terms with your sexuality, you know, okay, this is who I like and this is what I'll be for the rest of my life. I didn't, I don't think some guys or gals get that. They just think, well, I want to impress them. I don't want my parents to feel depressed. I don't want you know my peers to feel depressed. So coming in terms with sexuality can be interpreted in many different fucking ways. It's just a matter of me expressing to you all how it's definitely difficult for an audience to get behind a gay person. No, they love – Sonya Deville has not had any issues yet with any crowds. Maybe some of the South, but that's the South. Some of you, not all of you, okay? When you come to terms with who you are and you feel like, okay, man, I'm, I'm comfortable with who I am, why would you go in, in between six years span from 07 to 2013 and you're going to sit there and make racial comments, homophobic comments, But yet here you are making a gay porn. You're not bad looking, dude. It's just, well, back then you had hair and you still have confidence. I don't know if you still do now after you shut down the fucking Twitter. But my thing is, if you knew that, you know, this was going to leak, why would you do it in the first place? I'm just going to leave you that thought with you there. If you're not comfortable with who you are, then go fuck yourself. You're going to be in denial for the rest of your natural-born life, my friend. It's just simple as that. Keep it simple, stupid. If you knew that you were going to get fucked over, well, you you missed out on an opportunity to show up at two house shows. There's a paranoia and anxiety. What the fuck ever, man. There's some people that share viewpoints that homo or being a homosexual or lesbian is wrong. But when you're in the professional wrestling business, I can see both sides, you know, the struggle, but also no one would have cared. It would have been cool to have you as gay and we would have supported you. But what you did was you took it out of context, you know, and I'm sorry if I offended anyone. That's so fucking cookie-cutter response, man. Delusional, rude, obnoxious, homophobic, you know. You can throw all the fucking things out there. It would have been cool to see you on main roster, but now, all this shit, I don't, and this is just my outsider's opinion, I think WWE doesn't want to touch you with a 10-foot pole. Be who you are, and it, this doesn uh, go for this doesn't just go for Dylan this goes for everyone that's in denial about their sexuality. if you're an athlete, if you are you know in any kind of Olympic sport or whatever and your country kind of shuns you for doing it, fuck them they don't know all right. What I'm going to tell you is love yourself, focus on your own shit. Happy New Year's, everyone. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say for the remainder of 2019, that I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Lady
2: Lynn? Uh, if you didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say, well, call me what you will. But don't call this lady crazy. You'll regret it in 2020.
0: All right, folks, you heard it.
1: For the remaining closing thoughts, I normally don't do this. For any of you that are thinking about committing suicide because you're gay, I understand something, man. Your life is a lot of value. It has a lot of value. And if you're confused about what gender you are, or you know you don't know what you want to be in life, it's okay. We have Lady Lynn and I went through this shit in high school, and it was not easy back in our time. But you know what? We were lucky that we had a community that supported us. So that's the main thing: is to have you know love and serve, as Uncle Bob would say, Uncle Bob Evans, and you know just keep each other up in the community. It's we're, there's a lot of gay wrestling fans that we don't just watch because oh, oh yeah that wrestler's hot no man you gotta have some skill that's all I'm saying and dude maybe it's time you come out of the closet and just try your damnedest to tell the fucking truth of who you are instead of just okay well I didn't mean to offend anyone. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. It's 2020 about to start, man, in a day, because it's going to go by fucking quick. And I've got Rumble to go to, pictures to update and post, update the Instagram to a thousand pics or more, trying to post more shit, keeping the social media updated. I've got small goals that I'm working on, but I don't ever write that shit down. Don't feel the need to, because... Spur of the moment type fucker I am Anyways Happy New Dears Happy New Years You know Have lots of sex If you're straight bang a lot of chicks I don't know how to fucking word the shit If you're gay Lesbian it doesn't matter Just fucking have fun It's about to be 2020 folks Get drunk get lottery tickets Do not riot in the street no looting And if you're in New York your ears, because there's going to be like a ton of performances. You know, be safe. Get your metro passes early, because you know there's probably people that are tourists and annoying as fuck. Sorry, folks. I have to be honest. I don't ever go down to Times Square for New Year's because I like the comfort of my own home. Wow, this went on from one roller coaster topic to the other. Anyways, good night, fuckers. Enjoy your New Year's. Have a good one. Drinks on you, not me. I wish you could buy me drinks from the phone. That'd be nice. Anyways, for reals this time. Have a good one, folks. Happy 2020. I will definitely be in the mode of rebuilding and making Wrestle Radio Network and Off the Rails uncensored, much better shows. All right. That's it. Monkeys in the truck. Hit my music. Did